Well, welcome back. I hope everyone enjoyed that game just as much as we all enjoyed playing it. And me running it. And you running it, that's right. In these interviews, we will be taking a look back at the games that we have just played in, taking a deeper look at some of the game systems and the homebrew worlds that we have the opportunity to enjoy, as well as talking about some post-game thoughts and having some time for GM advice. I'm here with DM Neil. Yep, I'm back. Well, I didn't really go anywhere, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I, on behalf of the Block Party Podcast Network, thank you, Neil, for running this game. And I, on behalf of the Block Party Podcast Network, accept that thanks. Wait, okay. It'll work. Again, nepotism, all-time high. Oh, yes. So, let's see here. We got a couple of uh, post-game questions or, or discussions. So, how did you enjoy all of the characters in the game that you were running? I thought they were awesome. I feel like it did a really good job of not just showcasing... I don't know, air quote standard characters from World of Warcraft, you know, people that would just be used to the playable races, but that options were chosen that would kind of break that mold a little bit. And of course, I enjoyed Morgan's character because I helped him build it because I really just wanted to see a Tuskar, aka a walrus man in a game. I believe most games would improve if they added walrus men to them. I couldn't agree more with that sentiment, but I think it was it was also a good showcase of that system and how it was custom built because i mentioned it in the first episode but the fact that it was an entire system that you didn't need to go purchase a player's handbook or a dungeon master's guide or anything like that as long as you had these books you were ready to go and kind of how they built the magic system was also very interesting to me and that's actually a character that you played was using that new and kind of different magic style so out of all the uh player antics which one kind of made you chuckle the most player antics i think it was actually from you made me chuckle the most because you essentially of course bypassed the entire road that should have been traveled and just went to the end and you guys had to work backwards and i don't know how i wasn't expecting it more because you guys were 11th level so that gave you the equivalent of what sixth level spells Mm-hmm. So why in the world did I not assume that you guys could do whatever you want and totally bypass the fact that there's water in a ship and go right to the end of it, which I think was awesome. You know, and then I had to like completely regroup my mind and be like, okay, then we got to do this and this and this would react this different way. And so it just it really made me chuckle because with all the talk we have about being prepared for the unexpected from your players, yeah, you never really are. So you just have to kind of go with the flow and hopefully it'll work out. Wise words indeed. So overall, with the course of the game, do you feel that it was resolved satisfactorily? No, I think it went really well. And I I think even though it was reversed in a lot of ways, and essentially the first battle that you had was the boss battle, I think we it turned out really well because I was having to put more importance on the things that would have been lesser because you would have just dealt with them earlier on. So I had to like reverse engineer which is funny because you're on a goblin ship and all that jazz. But reverse engineer even the like ideas that I had on what you needed to tackle. So making that final scene, figuring out how to make sure the ship doesn't blow up had to be much more important than it would have been had you found it when you were, air quote, supposed to. Hmm. All right, good stuff. So last question here. What was your favorite moment from the game? I think the opening scene, I really enjoyed that setup and the way I presented starting in a tavern brawl, because I think one of the more fun things to do with your characters in terms of starting out is just start out with, hey, we're going to start the session today. 
go ahead and roll initiative. And it's like, why am I rolling initiative? It's like, well, you'll figure that out soon enough now, won't you? And just kind of immediately getting the feel of how the players would interact with each other because the very first thing they have to do is work together to get out of that situation. So I think that that was probably my favorite. And then everything else was just comedic relief and awesome from there. Right on, right on. Overall, it was it was a quite enjoyable game just from having participated in it. There was a lot of great people and everyone just kind of bounced off each other and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So go ahead and plug yourself, sir. Okay. To figure out more from me, you can definitely head over to the blockpartypodcastnetwork.com and you can hear me on such great shows as the Dungeon Masters blog or DMnastics. Or you can just Google my name and see if you can find me on other shows. I've been on Talking Tabletop. I've been on The Roundtable from The Tone Show. Who knows? You can find me other places. Or if you were like super fired up and wanted to follow me personally on Twitter, it is at Jotmoniac, which is J-O-A-T-M-O-N-I-A-C. I don't have to spell that very often, so I struggled. But I bet you can find me. All right. So... If there was one thing that you could impart, some piece of wisdom to GMs who are listening to this in the hopes of increasing their skill at running games, what wisdom would that be? I would probably tap into the wisdom of Illidan and say that you are not prepared. And essentially, no matter what you do, your preparation is essentially having the tools to tackle whatever your players throw at you. And that's the best amount of preparation you can do because they're going to have an idea that you are not ready for or not on your track that they need to follow. But that's honestly, that's when the most fun happens because now it's you working directly with your players and figuring out the game that they want to play and how they want to play it and how to facilitate that and redo everything that you thought you were supposed to do (laughs) on the fly on recording. That is what I have. All right. Well, thank you so very much, Neil. Um, we appreciate you coming in here and interviewing with us, and we uh, extra appreciate you running such a great game. So we're going to go ahead and wave goodbye and to DM Neil. Yay! And now for our five-star review shout-out, it goes to Dungeonetics, who writes, Really, a showcase for GMs to flex their street cred, and no one else even compares. If you are or want to be a GM, learn yourself the subscribe button, foo. And to Dungeonetics, we say thank you. We appreciate it for always reminding us of the wisdom of Mr. T's belief to be somebody or be somebody's foo. And for those listeners who haven't reviewed yet, if you like the show, then go on ahead and give us a five-star review. It's the best way to get people to know about the GM showcase. And then we might even shout out your name. If you're interested in contacting us, sending us hate mail or other incredible things, then you can go on ahead and email us at thegmshowcase at gmail.com. If you're interested in maybe tweeting at us, you can find our Twitter at at gm underscore showcase. And if you're interested in supporting us further, you can find out more about our Patreon in the show notes. And while we're at it, don't be afraid to check out other Block Party Podcast Network shows, such as the Dungeon Masters Block, the story arc, or the radio drama, we're so bad at adventuring. Thanks, blockheads. I'll see you real soon. <laughs>